Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Have You Heard This? I'm your host, Shana Gann. And in this episode, we're exploring why my fellow millennials are opting for resignation letters instead of staying at the office. Most can contribute this to burnout, laziness, entitlement. Many theories have been out there, but I definitely believe there's more to the story. So stay tuned. chance to speak with my good friend and fellow millennial Erica Irvin about this very matter. She's seen firsthand within the company that she works for how her fellow millennials are just opting to leave the company altogether, handing in their resignation letters and finding something ultimately that's more better or more suitable for them. She had a lot of interesting points to say during our interview and her take on what she's seen so far. I used to love my job. I feel like I had a pretty rough adjustment at the beginning. My boss was an intern. The position that I was filling was completely new. So everybody who got that job with me um, had zero experience in that specific role. And um, even though it was a little bit rough at the beginning, it helped me develop skills for my previous role. It gave me opportunities to learn new tools and systems that would help me grow within the company and would help me if I decided to leave. But that it's really not enough anymore. And what really changed my attitude about my job wasn't, it wasn't COVID. COVID highlighted some of the organizational weaknesses that um, that led me to believe that I don't have a place with this company long term. And I went from a job where, as I said before, like it wasn't perfect, but I had projects. I had classes to support. I had the freedom to take initiative to make structural improvements within my department. And that's largely been taken away. I'm, you know, more of a cog than I have ever been, even in um, in my previous lower ranked role. Um, it's been taken away, my pay's been decreased, and there's also talk of adding functions to my job that I'm not excited about. We're not posting jobs anymore, which was really the final nail in the coffin. Knowing that there's really no opportunity for me to grow without either getting on someone's nerves so badly that they want me gone, which is a very dangerous game to play, or getting someone to like me so much that they don't care whether or not I'm qualified and they just want to work with me. And that's that's not what I want. Like, I, I really want to grow and develop, and that's not a way to do it. It's a way to make more money, but it's not a way to really get what I want out of the job. So, yeah, I'm not feeling too great about my job right now. According to what's become.com, 13% of millennials are looking to leave their employer within the next six months. Five million millennials who are employed are actively seeking other employment, which is interesting because millennials currently make up 56% of the workplace and by 2025 are projected to make up 75% of the workplace. (music) 
little bit more statistical data for you. So according to whattobecome.com, 24.44% of millennials would engage in their work more if their management actually met with them on average at least once a week. And also 95% of millennials value mentorship and on-the-job training. So if they're not receiving that at their current employer, they're going to seek it elsewhere. Very interesting because I actually do feel the same way. Sorry, not sorry. And right now we're in an environment where we're very stagnant wages. Benefit prices are astronomical. There are minimal advancement opportunities and there isn't any advertisement of advancement opportunities to motivate people to um, to perform at their best level, especially um, professionally. Um, I think it's really inspired a lot of people, especially since, like, as Americans, not even just as millennials, but as Americans, we are conditioned to handle societal problems on a very individual basis. We, um, I, we have a lot of people, especially in the millennial age range, that are looking at the cards they've been dealt and are deciding that their best plan of action is to smile, is to put in the bare minimum from 9 to 5, and to go as hard as they possibly can from 5 to 9, whether it's getting additional education, whether it's looking for a better 9 to 5 job, whether it's starting their own business, saving and investing very aggressively, so hopefully they don't have to work at all. And I don't think a lot of people are looking at the fact that right now is very unique in terms of our lives when there's a point when there are lots more people who are looking to purchase goods and services and there are people who are willing or able to provide them. And there unfortunately isn't a lot of collective effort to improve the situation, but there are lots of individual offshoots right now where people are trying to make things better just for themselves. In the long term, this, you know, this attempt, we may look back on it and say that this is really short-sighted, but, um, but I really think that's the driving force behind behind leaving jobs. I mean, you're not making enough as is. There's no opportunity for advancement. How much worse can you do? Especially if you have a little bit of a safety net, whether it's family, savings, whatever. Really, how much worse can you do? So apparently, millennial unhappiness is hurting our economy as well. According to whatsbecome.com, a whopping $30.5 billion is just spent on turnover alone, particularly with millennials. So what can we do to resolve this? I'm not at all excited about how work culture is going to change, and I think if anything, it's only going to get worse. Um, right now, we're talking about coming back to the office. And even though COVID's getting better, things are starting to open back up as far as um, 
businesses you visit, like stores and restaurants and things, there's really no need for us to go back to the office. And it would be nice to occasionally see people, like if we could get together and meet in person for meetings whenever possible. The reason I feel they want us back in their site is so they can make sure that everything that they're paying for is productive time. Not necessarily because the quality of our work will change. And even though I can say with some people, quality of work has greatly decreased as far as work from home is concerned. If they made it open to people who would like prefer to be at work and people who prefer to stay home to let them stay home, um, that would be a very different story. But we're looking at mandatory dates when we have to be back in the office and that's just about micromanaging us. And on top of everything else that's happening right now, being treated like a child is the last thing I'm looking forward to. Um, if I knew that, you know, like being under someone's watchful eye meant that I was going to get extra support and that I was going to be exposed to additional opportunities to advance, that would be something very different. But I know that's not going to change. And the people I'm working with, which were one of the big parts of what made my job great, is something that's changing for the worse as well. There's been a new person added to my specific position and our sister department has grown to almost double the size. And some of the people who have been chosen are people that, um, and I don't think that, you know, like working with people that you like really matters, but um, but there are people that when you ask basic questions like, do you think this person is a good person? Do you feel safe around this person? And I can't answer in the affirmative. And really when it comes down to it, the people that an employer promotes are the people that they want to see lead. And the people who are being promoted aren't people that I would be comfortable following and I don't think would take good care of me as an employee. And whether that care is, you know, like, um, like helping me grow within my position, helping me advance beyond it, um, making sure that, um, that what's coming down the pipeline is something that is beneficial to me, stopping things that would harm me professionally. I don't see the people who are moving up right now. I don't see them doing that. And that's a big sign for me that it's time to go. I'm definitely seeking additional employment opportunities. And like we talked about in the second question, like giving that bare minimum and then like doing as much as we can after work. Um, I'm definitely in that position right now. And I really think that that's, as far as job seeking, I really think that that's a good place to be in. And I think that that's why so many people are leaving right now is because they've had time to, you know, like get that extra education, um, you know, like find that perfect job before they left X, Y, Z. And right now I'm taking a lot of Skillshare classes. Um, I'm really, um, 
I'm really putting a lot into cryptocurrency right now and investing, but in a more long-term, a long-term type approach because it is so volatile. Um, you know, like the idea of like playing day trader <laughs> would would drive me personally. It would drive me crazy. But um, but I'm looking at you know like crypto with um with good outlook so I can you know like just like invest a little bit every week and I'm taking some classes on taking good interviews because there are a couple jobs that I've been interested in if I can get to that interview point I don't want to be disqualified or passed over because I didn't do as well in an interview even though I'm capable of doing the job and think it may be a good fit for me and I've really um, I've scaled back the effort that I put into the structural improvements in my department. And what I talked about earlier, I talked about those responsibilities and that freedom to take initiative have been taken away. I've still been pushing really hard at that up until probably about a week ago. Unfortunately, I was, you know, I was just like pushing, pushing, and I was like, maybe if, even though they're not telling me that I should do this or that I have the freedom to do this, I just, you know, like I keep doing it and I do it well, and I ask for forgiveness afterwards, and they see that, you know, like the improvements that I'm making are making the team better. Um, if I'm the last person in this push, it's never going to get anywhere. And I'm really at a point where I'm realizing that, and I'm just gonna go with the flow. So yeah, I'm gonna go with the flow until <laughs> until it's you know it's time to get off the boat. And I am I'm really looking forward to the next opportunities. I'm having a good time learning right now, and I'm excited for what tomorrow brings. Just not where I am. And that's our show, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Hopefully, our conversation with Erica gave a little bit of insight on how we actually feel and think. See you next time on another episode of Have You Heard This?